right, how's everyone doing this evening? I can't hear you. I said, how's everyone doing this evening? Yeah, now that's more like it. I heard that the Pinewood Derby is the highlight of the year for Awana, so I mean, I had to hear some excitement from you guys. For those of you all who don't know who I am, my name is Dewey Doval. I am the Associate Pastor of Next Generation and Outreach. I know it's a really long title. For short, I'm just the youth guy. Uh, It's my joy to be able to oversee the Awana ministry here in conjunction with Miss Miley Drago uh, and also Pastor Matt Duckett, who's around here somewhere. Uh, We have a blast getting to shepherd the next generation, getting to pour into uh, the next generation of not only people in our church, but people in our community and people in other local churches as well throughout the greater Wichita area. So thank you so much to our volunteer leaders and to our parents for your intentionality to pour into the next generation and to make events like these a success. So if if you're a volunteer or if you are a parent involved with Awana, please stand up just, just for a second. And I want you to give them a round of applause. Give these people a round of applause. Thank you so much. These people do so much more than you could ever imagine. I'm so grateful to co-labor with such a wonderful group of men and women on a weekly basis. But for tonight, uh, just in light of the technical difficulties, I was supposed to go a little bit later, so I've been pushed to the front. What I'm going to be doing is presenting us with a gospel presentation in four parts. And I'm going to need some volunteer assistance, some some group help from the audience. Uh, I love the show of hands. What I mean by that is I'm going to need some people to repeat after me some of the main points that I say. I'm going to make sure that we're paying attention here tonight as I go through this four-part gospel presentation. And my hope and prayer is that kids will not only understand the gospel when we leave here, but parents as well can take what we learned tonight and also reinforce it during times that you have with your kids at home, at your church, or in any context that you have to work with other kids. So let's start with this. What is the gospel? Well, the gospel, the word gospel simply means good news. So uh, if I can have some kids repeat after me, the gospel is good news. Can you say good news? Very good. So the gospel is good news. A good news about what? Well, the gospel is the good news that through faith in Jesus Christ's perfect life, his death on the cross, His bodily resurrection from the dead and His ascension into heaven, that through faith in that message, who Jesus was and what He did, you and I can be forgiven of our sins committed against God and we can experience eternal life in God's heavenly kingdom. Now, in order to really understand why that's good news, we first need to have some context. And the context of the Gospel starts with the person and character of God, the being of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the one true living God who created and sustains all things. So step number one, the context to understand the gospel is that God is holy. So say that after me. God is holy. God is holy. Step one, context to understand the significance of the gospel. In Isaiah 6.3, Isaiah the prophet had an interaction, he had an encounter with the living God, and upon doing so, he saw these angelic beings 
floating around, flying around the heavenly throne of the Most High. And they repeated endlessly over and over again, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. So step one, Isaiah 6.3, to understand the gospel, we need to understand that God is... Yes, God is holy. Step number one. Okay, well, I've already mentioned two. Mentioned something about sin. And that raises a very important question. What is sin? What does it mean when we speak of us being sinful? Well, the Bible teaches us that sin means to miss the mark. Can you say that with me? Sin means to miss the mark. Okay, and what mark? What have we missed? Well, the Bible teaches us that we have failed at our most basic level. We failed to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We failed to love God and love neighbor perfectly. So because God is holy, because He's perfectly righteous and just, and because we are sinful, because we failed to love God perfectly and love neighbor perfectly, the Bible teaches in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that the wages of sin, Romans 6.23, is death. So, step number one, context and understanding the gospel is that God is holy. Step number two, on the basis of Romans 3.23 and 6.23, in light of God's holiness, man is sinful. Say that one more time. Man is sinful. Very good. And it's in light of that context, it's in light of that bad news, in light of the fact that we're sinful and that if we are to stand before a holy God in and of ourselves, we are sentenced to eternal judgment and hell that we can now understand the good news, the good news about Jesus. And as I said just a few moments ago, the good news is that Jesus is the Savior. Say that with me. Jesus is the Savior. So God is holy. Man is And Jesus is the Very good. And there's a really powerful text in the Bible. I know you think I'm going to go to John 3.16. We, we love that passage and we should love it. But I'm going to go somewhere else just to keep you on your toes. Also written by John. 1 John 4.10 says the following. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to be the propitiation for our sins. That's a big word, propitiation. All that means is that Jesus was the satisfaction of God's wrath. Jesus satisfied God's wrath in the place of sinners like you and me so that through faith in Him, we could be forgiven and have eternal life. Jesus saved us from the wrath of God. He saved us from an eternity in hell. All we need do to be the benefactors of that, to be able to know without a shadow of a doubt that if and when we die, whether we die today in 50 years, or if Christ should return first, that through faith in Jesus, we can be forgiven of our sins. So, God is... Isaiah 6.3 Man is... Romans 3.23, 6.23 Jesus is the... 1 John 4.10 And last step, step number four. Faith alone saves us. Say that with me. Faith alone saves us. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. 
How can we know that we're saved through faith alone? How can we know that salvation is not through our own works? How can we know that we can escape God's wrath, do our sins, despite Him being holy and despite us being deserving of eternal punishment in hell? Well, Paul writes this in Ephesians 2, 8, 9. He says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. That word grace means undeserved favor. For by God's undeserved favor... You have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. So my friends, the good news of the Gospel is not just that God saves us from our sin, but the good news, my friends, is that God saves us despite us not being able to contribute anything to be saved. We're not saved through baptism. We're not saved through good works. We're not saved through memorizing Bible verses or coming to Awana. The good news is that we're saved because God is a loving God. He is a merciful God. Despite Him being holy, 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 God is perfect in love and mercy and grace. And He will welcome any sinner. He will welcome any person like you or me into His eternal kingdom if we would only turn away from our sins in repentance. And trust in Jesus Christ alone for our salvation. So my appeal tonight, my question tonight, is have you believed this gospel message? Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you surrendered to His Lordship by faith alone? Or are you trusting in your good works? Are you trusting in your Bible knowledge? Are you trusting in baptism? Are you trusting in church membership? Are you trusting in the fact that your parents are Christians? Or your grandparents are Christians? My friends, only through faith in Jesus Christ alone can any of us be saved. So, gospel in four steps with Bible verses. Let's go over it one more time, my friends. Step number one, God is. Isaiah 6.3. Man is. Romans 3.23 and 6.23. Jesus Christ is the. 1 John 4.10. And faith alone saves us. Ephesians 2.8.9. God is holy. Man is sinful. Jesus Christ is the Savior of sinners. And faith alone saves us. My prayer is that every person in here, regardless of age, regardless of socioeconomic, demographic, regardless of your background, regardless of who you are and what you've done, my prayer is that by the end of tonight, every person in this room would have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and would live the rest of their time in this earth with fullness of joy and peace, knowing that your citizenship is secure in God's heavenly kingdom. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. Let me just pray over you tonight. Let me pray over this event. And hopefully we'll have uh, our technical difficulties squared away by that time. Let me pray. And um, you guys continue to enjoy a wonderful time together this evening. Let's pray. Our Father, we are so thankful for Awana. We're thankful for the fact that you have used this ministry for For years, God, not just at Metro East Baptist Church, but also throughout the entirety of our nation to save young people, to be a context where the next generation can be discipled, where they can learn about you and your word, where the next generation can be encountered with your love and the fact that though you are holy, 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 you save sinners who humble themselves and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation. Father, as I just said a few moments ago, my prayer is that every person here tonight, by the work of your Holy Spirit, 
would come to faith in Christ. They would come to a personal saving relationship with you as a result of this gospel message that you were holy, that we are sinful, that Jesus is the only Savior for sinners like us, and that through faith alone, we can be saved and welcomed into your eternal heavenly kingdom as an adopted son or daughter. Father, I pray that this event would be safe, that it would go um, smoothly, Father, that, that all the hard work and preparation would be blessed. And God, as we seek to begin a new week, would you give us safe travels as we head home? And Lord God, would you help us to glorify you wherever you've placed us in the week that lies ahead, that we might be your ambassadors before a watching world, and that we might be workmen who are approved and are unashamed of the gospel, for in it is the power of God for salvation. So God, we love you. We thank you for this time that we have tonight, and we commit it to you in Christ's name. Amen.